We're joined by Elisha Bacon, who is an organizer with uh, Mothers Out Front, and they're one of uh, a number of groups who are organizing, uh, I, I guess, a protest, uh, a rally on uh, Friday, uh, January uh, 6th, I believe at 5 p.m., to, you know, sort of highlight the January 6th insurrection and the need to follow up on that. So, uh, Elisha, why don't you tell us a little bit about the event and why the groups have decided to come together to put it, uh, the event together? Sure. So, this is an um, a event that's happening uh, thanks to the um, Coalition, uh, Coalition for American Democracy, and that includes Public Citizen and a lot of other groups, um, League of Women Voters, the National Organization, and we've been doing several events uh, starting as early as summer 2021, in which I hosted a John Lewis vigil outside of uh, Chuck Schumer's office. Um, so we've been calling on really our government to protect our right to vote and to protect our democracy. Everything changed, though, when January 6th happened. And then we started to have events in addition to supporting the Freedom to Vote Act, but to also um, call attention to, uh, we want accountability for what happened on January 6th. And so um, just to make a note, uh, Mothers Out Front isn't advocating for the Freedom to Vote Act. That was prior to my work with Mothers Out Front, um, but Capital Region Mothers Out Front is part of a broad coalition of groups that are hosting this event on January 6th. Um, and we're getting together to call attention to the fact that the, the reason why we are able to organize and protest and use our, our collective voice and our people power is because we live in a democracy. And if our democracy falls, then our ability to pass climate change legislation our ability to get affordable housing, our ability to get all these other things that we are advocating for and that our communities need um, will vanish. And so we need to come together and to really stand up and say, it's important for the law to be applied equally to everyone. And that particularly means making sure that the people that are responsible for planning January 6th, not just the people who we're on the ground, but the actual people in positions of power, that they are held accountable for their actions. And so we are getting together with Troy DSA, um, with the Working Families Party, with, um, we're sponsored by Food and Water Watch, and uh, Rivers and Mountains Green Faith Circle. And we're coming together um, with the support of the Albany County League of Women Voters, and um, some labor groups. And we're going to be just having a simple visual uh, South Swan um, at the East Capitol Park. And we're just going to be, um, you know, drawing attention to the fact that we have yet to see real accountability for what happened on that day. Now, honestly, one of the people who had a lot of power and a lot to do with January 6th was uh, ex-president uh, Donald Trump. Uh, the January 6th uh, investigation committee in the House has completed a work with a lot of pretty, uh, I guess, damning evidence about the role of not only uh, Mr. Trump, but others. But but now 
uh, it appears that the House, uh, you know, will be selecting a Republican uh, as their leader. And I guess they've been making some noise about trying to undercut the work that the prior, you know, House has done on January 6th. Does that raise your concern that, uh, you know, all this investigation may may come to naught with the Republicans in control of the House? Yeah, that is a deep concern, um, particularly since, you know, it's not even clear at this point if we will have a functioning House they haven't been able to elect a, a speaker yet. Um, so it's deeply concerning that now that the January 6th committee, I assume, is their work is done, um, I would like to see, you know, that committee start up in the Senate um, if there's more investigations to be done. But at the end of the day, you know, the FBI and the Justice Department, they have the power to make decisions. And we want to let them know that they have the people behind them if their goal is accountability. And so there are some people who are saying that we don't want to set a bad president. We don't want to, you know, look a certain way for going after a former president. Um, at the end of the day, though, you know, we're here to say that we want justice. And I believe that justice looks like people who committed crimes going to prison. And we know that Donald Trump has done some dubious things. He's paid less in taxes than I have in New York State. And that's a problem. So we're here to say that we're watching what's happening. And we want to make sure that the people who committed acts of violence um, that, you know, spurred act, incited acts of violence, that they're held account. You know, one thing I, I've remarked that uh, since um, Mr. Trump's rather poor showing in the midterm elections, it does seem the Republican Party leadership uh, is more willing to publicly, you know, jettison him um, rather than him being an albatross around the neck in the upcoming elections. You, you talk about, you know, protecting, restoring, strengthening democracy. What could Congress do at this point? And is there particular things that it might be valuable for the New York State legislature to do to strengthen uh, voting rights? Yeah, I mean, New York State could also pass the Freedom to Vote Act. There is a bill that has been um, circulated previously, and that could be introduced and um, passed as legislation. Um, there's still, you know, I'm not well versed in all the, the laws that could be strengthened, but as a member of the League of Women Voters myself, um, I have noticed that we don't, only until recently did we have great, more protections for voters in elections. I have myself have been a victim of um, disenfranchisement in New York State. Things have gotten a lot better, um, but there's still things like making sure that if you turn up to the wrong polling station, that you can still vote at that station. Um, you know, increasing the amount of days to vote beforehand that you can register to vote uh, up until even maybe the day of. If you're able to vote, why shouldn't you be able to? Um, so there's a lot of things that New York State can do to protect our right to vote. Um, but nationally, I think there's really a need for Congress to act because we have gerrymandering, we have the Electoral College. Um, I'm not here to advocate for any particular legislation, but you know, at the end of the day, we really, we also really need to see people who are powerful, people who are wealthy, when they do illegal things. We need to see that they are held accountable and that they suffer some consequences because. You and I suffer consequences. If I incite a riot, I'm going to prison. And so, you know, if this is really a country that is um, 
everyone's equal under the eyes of the law, then we need to act like it. Or we need to admit that we're not really who we say we are, and then we can go from there. You know, just on a, a quick personal note, um, you know, I always point out that the United States is the only democracy or so-called democracy on the planet that actually has only two major uh, national parties. Even the other two parties, countries that are not used proportional representation, Canada and England have allowed um, third parties to emerge and very surprised at 538 you know, political analysis attributed to lack of third parties as a major cause of the lack of democracy in the United States. But for this rally or event on January 6th at 5 p.m., should people bring signs? Will there be speakers? Where do people go? How, how can people participate? Sure, yeah. People can join us. So we're going to be meeting at East Capitol Park. Um, you can bring signs if you'd like. Um, if you want to get in touch, um, I can give you my email and I can print a sign for you or send you a PDF that you can print out and bring with you. Um, I'd say bring a flashlight because we're not going to be handing out candles. So this is going to be electronic light visual. Um, and that just decreases the chance of burning the place down. So we're just going to be doing um, artificial light. And other than that, you don't need to bring anything. Uh, speakers are still being um, confirmed, but we're going to have people from the associated groups speaking and, and yeah, all are welcome. And this is just to, you know, stand together in solidarity and be grateful for the democracy that we live in. You know, it's not perfect, but it has been made better over the years. People, what's your email if people want to contact you? Sure. My email is going to be elisha.bacon at mothersoutfront.org. That's A-L-Y-C-I-A dot B-A-C-O-N at mothersoutfront.org. This has been Mark Dunley for the Hudson Mohawk Magazine.